You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. For a pre-roll thing? Yeah. Uh, we could talk about the Deadpool Celine Dion music video. Okay. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's it. We could just talk about <laughs> is, Deadpool being well, I, awesome. I think that that's the best part of it is that that is it. Yeah. Like, like that's just, it. It's a video. It's just a, it's it's just a music, just a music video. video. And like there's a little bit of a funny part at the end where he's like, That was really good. That's an eleven. I need you to bring it down to like a five and a half. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, I don't do anything less than eleven or something. And it's like, okay, like that's but the rest of it it's like it's literally, it's literally just a music video and, and with some clips from the movie and then a dancer in a Deadpool costume. It's right? it is just like Celine Dion. It's a Celine yeah. Dion music video. Yeah. Like that's the coolest thing about it is that it, like the, the thing just... about Deadpool the way that that Ryan Reynolds has like sort of um, embodied the character and and made it <laughs> real is that like none of it is half-assed yeah right like the movies themselves are awesome mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't even seen the second one but I can already tell <laughs> yeah, you it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun great. yep um <laughs> And the first one is, like, impeccable. I actually should rewatch it. I haven't watched it in a while. I haven't watched it since it came to Netflix. Um, oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah. Ooh. Well, it was. I, I, I might make my mom Netflix. watch it for Mother's Day <laughs> when she's down. I made her watch Doctor Strange and Thor last time. As long as you're okay with watching a scene with... Um, the... the. I... Uh, some 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 there's some raunchier stuff there is and there's like the there's like the the five minute sex scene of them like through the months yeah but that's a funny sex montage it's it's funny (laughs) but there is a moment where the moment when he's like nope mm -mm, nope yep (laughs) yeah i do yeah it's like i don't know if you're comfortable watching that with your mom i would not be comfortable watching that with my parents i don't know I'll just, I'll check. The thing is, I have a different relationship with my mom than I do with my dad. Uh-huh. So I would totally not watch it with my dad. Yes. But I might watch it with my mom. Okay. Like, I would just be like, yo, mom. Heads up. <laughs> Heads up. Heads up. <laughs> but we'll see. I, just, I, I don't know. I would be worried about the, about questions coming up <laughs> from a parent. Or, you know, what's even, would be even scarier. No questions. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Just like, hmm. Yep. It's like, oh. Well, all right no. then. Yeah, that would, that would be even more uncomfortable. But I don't know. 
That's a weird thing. It's like I, f- I feel like we're going to go into a weird place now. <laughs> I, I feel like because we've grown up, and we didn't grow up with the internet. We grew up as the internet became a thing. Yeah, yeah. So the generation after us is even worse off, better off. I don't mm-hmm. know. But uh, we came of age in an era where anything and everything was accessible. Right, yeah. So... In a Deadpool movie, a scene like that is just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's just funny, right? Yeah. But I think to our parents' generation, certainly to the generation before them, I'd say with our parents' generation, it's like a 50-50 split. Yeah, because they had to work hard, but they could still find it for yeah. our parents' generation. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they, they had, had to work, they, they had to want the it. <laughs> they, they had to want the Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, yeah, like, uh, yeah, for... For for myself personally, it's impossible to avoid stuff. You go on Tumblr and you're just following a regular person that's just into Star Wars, you think. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're scrolling through your feed and there's just something excessive. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, all right. I think I'm going to unfollow this person because I can't trust this. Like, oh, no, really? It work, right? Uh, oh, yeah, because you're like, I... Yeah, yeah, like, like the NSFW NSF stuff, yeah. yeah. So, um, like, I, like our parents didn't have an NSFW situation. Right. They just, they the they knew that this magazine was for private time only. <laughs> These video cassettes were, uh, they, you yeah. didn't really bring your video cassettes to work. Yeah. But now we have all that stuff on our phones and on our computers. Yeah, so it's, it's just so like. it's so easy to just like. Everywhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I can't imagine, I can't imagine, well, I guess we can't imagine it because we live in that world where, like, that's, I think that's what all of the, like, outrage from that generation, from, like, the baby boomers and, baby boomers and Gen Xers is, like, they didn't grow up with this stuff, so they are offended on our behalf. Oh, right, because they're, like, they're like, yeah. like, you know, like, it's what you do in your private time as long as it's consensual and nobody's getting hurt whatever who cares right um and that's our attitude and the generation after us is even more so like whatever like they wear some of that stuff on their sleeve like you go into a hot topic and some of the things that you can purchase in hot topic it's like oh yeah oh this is straight up like kink and fetish stuff in a hot topic yeah it's just pop culture to 15 year olds yeah right and it's like like you can even hear it in my voice where I'm like, this is this crosses the line <laughs> for me personally. Yeah. But but you have to kind of let go of it and be like, I guess that if that's where we are as a society and people are okay with it, then I guess it's okay. So there's know. something that I'm like grappling with uh-huh. a little bit, just like with you saying that and like thinking about regression and when I talk yeah. to people who are my age who are now teachers and the idea of like what we were experiencing in yeah. high school or in high school or elementary school is just so radically different now that yeah. like the thing they're worried about is not people like just having sex yeah. but it's like putting themselves on the internet having sex yeah. like it's not it's not the conversation that we think would be happening it's yeah. so far beyond that that like you have to accept certain levels of like but then I think back like through and it's this this is always my thing with the idea with people being mad at people taking selfies. Yeah. 
I have a problem with that because I'm like, if selfies were possible 300 years ago, everybody would be taking selfies as well. So it's just this idea that I don't think anything in our culture has changed. It's just the access to see other people doing it It, that has changed. Like there's a democratization to it. Technology does that. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is 300 years ago, if they had access to the technology, they would have taken selfies. Well, the only people who got to take selfies were super rich people who could hire a portrait yeah, artist to exactly. paint a portrait of them. Yeah, exactly. Right? Other than that, it's like you just had to remember what people looked like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could write it down, but you probably couldn't even read. So, like, yeah, it, it is definitely, um, so it's like, I don't know, they, yeah. like, like it is a net positive. That's what people need to remember is that you know the the sexual freedom comes at a couple of different prices and one of those is that if if sex is more free then it's more accessible mm-hmm. and it's going to be more public yeah right like that's just kind of the way that it goes so and and we're so inundated with sexual imagery on a day-to-day basis in advertising and and on television and and online that uh, the the generation coming after us is just completely desensitized to it. Yeah. So it is a it is an interesting challenge because I think that uh, we're in Canada, and I think in Canada or at least in Vancouver on on the west coast, maybe even in Penticton where we both went live. Mm-hmm. You grew up and I went to high school. I think that um, we're a little bit more progressively minded here. I think that some of the the provinces in the interior, like in the oh, middle yeah. of the country, yeah, as well are a little as, less. Uh, the interior of like the like the as they call them the flyover states, the Midwest, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, in the United States, I think that they are much m- more um, abstinence based mm-hmm. education, yeah. which scientifically does not work. Yeah. Uh, it it causes more problems than it solves, but. Um, I don't know. I think that it's just really important because we are so inundated with it and because it is so accessible, it is more important than it was even for our generation that we have healthy, open dialogue. Mm-hmm. Stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know the point that like we're talking about this on a podcast? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. When I started 10 years ago, I never would have imagined having a conversation about sex openly on a podcast. Really? Especially... Wow. especially when when part of the topic is like it came up because of like a bdsm oh topic, yeah right from deadpool so it's like from a popular movie from a popular in like movie, pop culture yeah, right that lots of people which is seen. just yeah um yeah so it, you know what's so funny about that is um when the movie came out i was asked by uh by a, 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 a friend of mine who's a parent she's a little bit older and her, her kid's about he was about 16, I think, mm-hmm. 15 or 16 when Deadpool, Deadpool came out and he really wanted to go see it. And she asked me, cause I had already seen it. Is it appropriate? Is it okay? I was like, well, it's very violent, but I don't think that that's really an issue. It's yeah. not more violent than any of the other Marvel movies. I don't think it's a little, there's a, it's a little bit more gruesome, but it's less gruesome than a, you know, Friday the 13th type. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Like, it's not His horror. hand gets yeah. cut off and then it grows back a little weird yeah. Cause Because when you add comedy into stuff, yeah. it sort of, like, alleviates some yeah. of the grossness. But, but 
the thing, one of the things that I did say is like, but there is, there are a couple of like sexual scenes, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's that's the thing that people get hung up on still, and I think that that's interesting. So there's a difference in rating systems between yeah. the states and Canada, yeah. specifically when it comes to what elicits an R rating, yeah. and the thing that I always get just fascinated by. And I, I believe that this is the thing, is that America, you can have way more violence in your films yeah. and not hit an R rating than you can in Canada because we think of violence as, as or our rating systems or whatever it is, it puts violence on a higher scale. Yeah. Whereas in the States, it's the same with sex. You can't have as much sex in movies in the States. And you can have a lot more explicitly sexual scenes in movies in Canada without yeah. getting an R rating. And I just think that that's a really interesting valuation on sex and violence because those are two things that were like, at what level is it okay for people at certain ages to yeah. experience things? And there is a very quantifiable difference between Canada and America. Even these like really similar sh- like movies that come like both like, it, and I'm, I'm curious, I don't know the statistics on in Europe. Mm. I would lean towards, I think Canada gets a lot of its stuff about media from Europe. And I feel like we, we follow yeah. more European standards where I mean, sex is is not even a thing in european countries like you talk about sex so openly in many european countries that i feel like it's probably quite similar right in terms of like how you Mm -hmm. rate stuff but it's like healthy conversations about sexual and like there's sexual violence is a completely different thing obviously than what we're talking about but those two categories on their own sex and violence and how they get rated i think it's just a really interesting cultural dissection for how we treat each other in everyday Mm -hmm. life and like how our kids are raised so it's just It's just fascinating to me. Yeah, it is. It is a really interesting dichotomy, and the idea that that violence is somehow more per- permissible. Characters getting eviscerated, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, cut limb from limb and, and decapitated and stuff yeah. like that, is somehow less offensive than consensual sex. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. in Deadpool, that's what it is. It's all consensual. And that, I, yeah. I would say that more than, obviously if you have more than one F bomb in your movie, you're automatically an R mm. like you, like a PG 13 movie gets one F mm-hmm. and, and, and then after that you're automatically an R. So, um, it's like, I, I X-Men first class is always the prime example of that. You want to stay PG thirteen because you because you want to stay to as wide an audience as possible. Mm-hmm. But um, they use their one f bomb perfectly. Because oh, when the, do they? When it's do in they... the scene when they're recruiting. Oh, and, and Wolverine. The oh, yeah. And they both walk up to Wolverine, <laughs> yes. and he says, "Go f yourself." <laughs> and, and they just turn around and walk so away. Good. And it's like it's just it's a Hugh Jackman's only scene in the movie, and it's just it's so perfect. Um, and it's a perfect example of like that's how you use your your one f bomb. Yeah, it's uh, just for like something yeah, like gotta, that. You gotta clear the theater with it if you're gonna drop it. Um, and so yeah. I do think I did just want to sort of say like I feel like we have slightly different rating systems too in Canada in terms of uh, we do we have fourteen a and eighteen a no. and then r and like it takes a lot I think to get an r rating in Canada yes like it's not the same as the states yeah. the states is easier to get an r and, rating and the difference between an r and an eighteen a in Canada is that an eighteen a anybody can go to an eighteen a film but 
if you are under 18, you have to be accompanied by an adult. Right. And right? that, and then Somebody if you're in R, yeah, you have to be if, 18 yeah, or if older. If it's an R, you must be 18 or older. Um, and then it goes, starts getting into yeah. the next rating. So I feel like Deadpool was 18A then. Because I don't think it was R-rated in Canada. Yes, it would have been 18. Yeah, because you were allowed to go yeah. if you were under that. And that is the, the difference, really, is that it's um, explicit violence, frequent coarse language, sexual activity, yeah. and horror. So horror movies are often 18A yeah. in Canada. And then R is like is that it's frequent sexual activity, brutal or graphic violence, intense horror, and disturbing content. Yeah. So it's just like different. So you're talking yeah. about getting into something like a saw. Yeah, like stuff like that would be is going to be R as opposed to yeah. Yeah, and so it's just oh, it's interesting. I think that the MPAA is a different is a different thing for. uh... Anyways, oh yeah, interesting. Yeah, eighteen. They have like similar things in uh, in what you would call it. The There's UK. NC-17, isn't it? I think NC-17 is the yeah. is US stuff. Yeah. Uh, NC-17 is no one 17 and under admitted is their version of the R, is yeah. NC-17. Yeah. And so R is under 17 requires a company, parent, yeah. or adult or guardian. Yeah. So it's different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it, it is like I... I and, and I do think... I think that you, you kind of... You nailed it. The, the, the American sensibility comes very much out of that puritanical... I, I history English, yeah yeah like I, I mentality that sort of a of a mind frame whereas I think that because Canada from the outset is a British colony as well as French. heavily heavily French it's a, that's like it's the French influence in its I and do it's... think I think you're right it's absolutely the French influence so you know I mean like I'm making a joke when I say this so nobody get too offended but it, that's probably like the only positive contribution that Quebec has made to Canada. Uh, oh come on, <laughs> that is rude. My, right. That is You're so right. not bon true. Bon Cop, Bad Cop is apparently a good movie. I love Bon Cop. Have you not seen Bon Cop, no, Bad Cop? Oh, it's totally worth watching. I haven't yeah. watched the second one yet, but yeah, it's a it's a really legitimately funny movie, yeah. and it's it's like it's like well done. Apparently, so if we're talking about this, I haven't dig dug into this deep, yeah. but apparently in France, Fifty Shades of Grey got a PG twelve rating. <laughs> because in France they're like, oh, I don't know. This is I haven't read this. This looks like it's just an article that somebody wrote about something. So I don't know. I haven't actually like looked into yeah, it. Yeah. But it's just different. They have a different um, yeah. like system for well, for uh, grading stuff. They're probably sitting in but, a movie theater at twelve years old, sipping on a glass of wine, or and just sort of right? yeah. And it's the idea it's that like totally the thing too for me is that like having watched Fifty Shades of Grey many times is that um, like it is not explicit sexual violence or like it's yeah. it's it's fine like it's not gonna like scar children really yeah. because the state of masochism or whatever it is that they call it that they yeah. use is not actually properly done. like it's not there's nothing yeah. in Fifty Shades tame. of Grey it's, it's like very a, tame like it's, it's like not a, a Walmart version of, of yeah thing. like it's not so it's like in terms of like the the things that you would be upset about in a movie or something. I could see it. Anyways, I'm gonna look I'm gonna look into this more because I'm seeing now a couple articles where it's like when you Google um movie rating systems, there's like multiple articles that show up on the first page that are like fifty shades of gray is only for twelve it was like twelve, PG twelve. Anyways. It I, it proves no, it sort of I, proves a, a part of the point. For I us. would sooner stop my child from watching Fifty Shades of Grey because <laughs> it's just not 
good storytelling <laughs> than, than any of the sexual content. It's like, look, this is... You have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? No, have you seen it, Crystal? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, but, but, but in its inception, it is just, it's yeah. Twilight fan fiction minus the copyright content. But you remember who you're talking to when it comes to conversations like this. But, I have very specific information and opinions on what is or is not good content. Yeah, yes, yeah, you have <laughs> bad taste. That's correct. Amanda. It's also tough to have taste when you... <laughs> if you're going to talk, come closer to the microphone, first of all. Not from across the room. Hi, Crystal. And also, not in the hallway when the kid is sleeping down the hall. We're not shouting across a house. Yeah, but I can still hear you in the other corner. But there's a difference between Hi, projecting Crystal. that loud. Hello. Do you have something that you'd like to add? No. No, you were. I th- feel like you were gonna uh, defend me. I feel like you should speak up. <laughs> oh, I just think that before you have an opinion on a movie or why somebody shouldn't watch it, you should watch it. That you should have seen mm-hmm. it. Nope. That's nope. That's my opinion that's not, as well. That's not necessarily a valid argument. Well, I support you, Crystal, that's because not. I think that that's true. <laughs> I mean, I think there's movies that you know you're not going to like because of certain things, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you can't say that it's bad because of a particular element of it when yeah. you haven't seen it because yes, you can. don't know that the storytelling is bad in that movie subjectively you can say whatever you want uh-huh. but from an academic perspective it's just bad it's just research. bad research I, <laughs> exactly they make these things, no they make these things for movies they call them trailers <laughs> and what they are is they're segments of the film Oh, come on. You can't tell me that you don't love the Fifty Shades of Grey trailer. That is a sexy trailer with Beyonce's song. The moment I heard that trailer, I listened to Be- that song, that I version of the song, like, all the time. I don't find her attractive at all. Yeah, okay, so, well. it, like... You're wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. Fair. Well, that's a purely subjective thing. But that's not what the issue no, is. No, that's not. But that's not what the issue is. The issue with that movie is absolutely the storytelling but, and the exploitative nature of it. So, so I don't have to okay. see the movie to know that that's a bad thing. And mm. I'm not defending Fifty Shades of Grey because I haven't seen it. And I yeah. don't know. It's not my type of thing, I don't think. But you can't know from a trailer. There's plenty of trailers that I've seen yeah. that are not the movie. Yeah. Yes, you're right, but there are also plenty of trailers that are the movie. I've talked. And I think that the consensus on Fifty Shades of Grey is that the trailer is actually better than the movie. I've but I've talked to you before about like my stuff mm-hmm. about Fifty Shades of Grey and why I like yeah. defend it as a concept of a of a story. It's not good storytelling, yeah. but it's not because the content is to be poo pooed at. Like it is like this. This dude is like. The second book is all about him being super messed up as and like child abuse and like mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff that they have to deal with. So the book is about this like relationship between these two people and like realizing and like breaking down the idea that like he's sort of messed up and it's like, why are you messed up? Oh, you were like abused as a child and like sexually abused and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, let's deconstruct that a little bit and see why you have these impulses. And she's like a pretty like she said like the end of the movie for all whatever it is for Fifty Shades of Grey, because they mm. knew they were getting a sequel or whatever, it ends with her leaving. Like it's not like it's a like a romantic story. It's just sort of fun drivel. But she holds her own. 
Like it's like mm-hmm. in terms of like a female character, she's kind of like I would really like to have sex with you, and he's like, well, I am kinky, so I'd like to only have sex this way. And she's like, but like, okay, I kind of want to like have sex with you anyways, so like I'll try it. And he's like, well, no, because I'm too twisted and I love you and I don't want to put you through that. And, and it's this whole thing where he then like she she like doesn't ever feel like good enough for him because he's like messed up, and it's true, he's messed up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but then she leaves in the end because she's like, I can't be what you want me to be. I'm gonna leave. It's a, it's actually quite a healthy like dissection of like messed up relationships but, and but, like how you deal with that. So, but it's also a poor representation of a community of people yeah. because it implies oh. that sexual abuse leads to that type of proclivity, right? And that's not necessarily true. That's that's totally a terrible yeah that's a yeah. terrible thing when and any that's what, sort of that's why that community specifically doesn't like the books or the movies right like if you go on tumblr you yeah. can see all sorts of articles about this people voicing their opinions and that's why they don't like it okay but in the movie it it is put out there that mm-hmm. like he is not actually a, i don't know the proper terminology and i'm gonna sure. like but, but people that do bdsm there's like proper terminology and all this yeah. sort of stuff and there's like a shift in the movie where he totally like realizes i think is it in the first one or is it in the second one i think it's in the second one where he just like breaks down and he's like i'm not i'm not this i'm pretending mm-hmm. so it's like the idea that like it's acknowledged in the movie yeah. that he is not actually like the proper terminology for like BDSM he's hiding behind it because of psychological issues so like it does it does point out that there are like things that are like there's stuff in communities that are like I don't know so it's yes I get the representation and that it's always bad when you know you make villains have disabilities or you make right like I get it from that standpoint but people often fall on that to like not have to actually engage with what they call mindless drivel and instead it's just easier for them to go by what culture says or the the grander broader community says is well that's a feminine based film for women and I'm gonna disregard it out of hand that's how I see all the conversations about Fifty Shades of Grey is because it's not a film that's considered like highbrow or engaging and it Mm. was it was written by a woman who was just writing sexy fan fiction of vampires that were also not taken seriously. Yeah. The film itself is not taken seriously. And I just think that that's, I think it requires, I think it deserves a little bit more engagement than just being sort of shunned out of hand by people that think that they know what the film is. So that's why I talk about Fifty Shades of Grey whenever I can. <laughs> I don't know anything. Yeah, that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I know I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's You're missing out. It's fun. I feel like I should watch it now, though. <laughs> I feel like you've convinced me that I should at least yeah, it's yeah, like, but, but, to maybe avoid studying. Yeah. But Amanda made these, not these same arguments, but similar arguments about Twilight, which is the source material that Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey fan fiction is based on. Oh, I fell asleep during every one of those. And exactly. Like, yeah. we didn't even get through. Like, I watched the first Twilight from start to finish. And was not happy that I went. I can't. I can't rewatch the original Twilight. Hey, like I put it on sometimes to go watch it because it's an indie film. It's not. It's not what the rest of the Twilight franchise is. And it's. It's it's more me. My personal relationship with Catherine Hardwick as a director. She's very good at specific things. Mm. I don't think that film was necessarily something that she was. Um, like her her skills highlighted well. But there's some great moments. You can't argue that the dad is not fantastic like <laughs> oh i don't know i want to say billy burke i want to say i'm not sure but he's yeah. he's just he is 
a gem and such great casting. So he's like the shining, um, shining uh, star of that. But Peter yeah. Facinelli's in it. Yes. And that was the thing that I went, okay, I'll give this a chance. Yeah. yeah. Because I love Peter Facinelli. Yeah. He's awesome. But again, uh, but it's not like high art. It's not good. No, it's, it's not. not but but close. the whole the whole <laughs> thing, the vampires. arguments that I've made again, yeah. time and time again about these movies is that yeah. when you reach the absolute last movie, and you get to Bella being this like whiny character, and she's been very helpless the whole movie, she literally saves everybody by loving more than anybody else. And that is just like a great representation of like femininity and strength. And for all the problems that it has, I still think that that's something worth celebrating. It's, it's not entertaining to watch because you're like, well, that was boring, (laughs) (laughs) but it's a, it's a cool dissection of like what it means to be a woman in modern society. So I don't know. I love that Deadpool brought us here. Can I just say yeah. how excited I am? That we started I have not enjoyed one of these conversations as much in a really long time. Well, I'm glad that you did. Anyways, I kind of killed it because I just won't stop talking. But I like it. No, that's I'm okay. good. I'm glad with that. It works. Crystal's just hovering. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll wrap up so Crystal can have some food. This is good. That's why I'm here. I'm just waiting for... If one of you stops talking Mm -hmm. for more than half a second... You'll wrap us up. I'll cut the episode. Okay. And it'll be done.